0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Life of the Lost. I'm Sam. And I'm Megan. And this week's episode is sponsored by Brown Lab Media. Brown Lab Media is a creative community helping to promote and create original content, personal brands, businesses, or anything media-related by people of color. So if you have a chance, feel free to check them out. The link is www.brownlabmedia.com. All right, moving on to this week's episode.
1: And I think we're going to start off With talking about a little bit of a transition Um, if you are looking at the podcast right now or if you're watching the YouTube video you'll see a little bit of a new logo we're taking the adoption kind of part out of it although it's a part of our life and we'll totally keep talking about it we're not advocates and I've been kind of realizing when I'm looking at social media or YouTube or anything there are advocates out there you know and they're really standing up for their rights laws um, things like that and a lot of people have been telling us like tell the other side of adoption You're telling the positive side and I just feel like we don't have to I feel Like, this is kind of like part of our story and we're kind of We're going to just take it take it as it is and just keep talking about the Things we kind of want to talk about without having to worry about more of a label on it
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's ingrained in us, you know, we can't not talk about adoption because if you root every interest everything that makes us us kind of all stems from our origin and our origin is you know that we were adopted and that we just live in two different bubbles you know one with our parents because our parents don't change the same our parents don't share the same ethnicity and struggle that we kind of come from in the sense of you know both our parents are white and we're brown and in america it's just treated differently because they're just different cultures and but yet we don't feel it inside because we weren't raised, you know, in our culture. We were raised in their culture. But yet when it comes to outsiders who are white, they just don't necessarily view us like our family does. Yeah. So that's why we're always, to root it all back, it's always ingrained in our life no matter what. So yeah. we're technically still talking about <laughs> it without talking about it. So.
1: Yeah, we just don't want to kind of make it apparent that we're advocates for it or something yeah um but yeah like i said this is kind of just an adventure of supe like our apparel brand and kind of the daily like what we want to talk about and i just i think it's really exciting to kind of have a platform to be able to look back on you know when we're a little bit older or our kids or somebody can look back on it and just say like wow like they're talking about this or this is kind of what was going on in this part of their life and just things like that
0: yeah just be nice keep our records
1: (coughs) sorry (laughs) <laughs> yes and kind of moving on from that just kind of wanting to talk about some life updates and it was about a week ago today that I got this weird message request in my inbox and Facebook so check your message request because sometimes you know there's some weird messages in there and I thought it was kind of a joke but somebody was asking me about my cousin who died and I had no idea what was going on I like I said I thought it was a joke and I had double checked and I'd called my mom, and she called the police department of where he lives and found out that it was true. Had he died, and they found his body the day before, and he had probably been dead for a few days before that. And just, you know, the situation surrounding that, that's kind of what's been going on. Just thinking a little bit more about death lately and thinking about um, him and where he's at and all of these things that are kind of surrounding it. And, you know, kind of leading up to this, too, like last night I had a really weird dream, and it was... Super graphic and I think my whole life I've had like really weird like disturbing like graphic dreams And I don't know where that comes from but my mom always used to say it's like scary movies that you've been watching But I guess we have been watching kind of some scary movies. So maybe it kind of rooted in that but This all relates. Let me let me relate it Uh, last night I was (laughs) I was in this kind of dungeon I woke up in this dungeon and it was it was really creepy It was kind of like somebody's basement. There was bricks everywhere um there was this really creepy elevator and there was this room and there was it was kind of a caged room and there was kids in it and people would come down and pick a kid like three men would come down and pick a kid at a time I don't know what they were gonna do with them they were just going to take them one by one and it was horrible and as these three men came down they didn't know I was down there and all I had on me was a steak knife and one of the men were was my cousin and i just looked at him and i was like why like why you why why are you coming down here like don't don't do this like you you're better than this and he didn't say a word to me so they took one of the kids and I went after him. My cousin's like almost seven foot, so there's me who's four eleven. There's no way. There's no match, right? And I'm taking the steak knife to his side, and it's not doing anything. It's barely puncturing him, and I'm trying so hard to just kind of stab him, but it's like, how do you stab somebody that you love? You know? So it's it's it was just a, it was very conflicting. And he, they were they were taking this this child away in this elevator, and only once they got in the elevator, and I was in the elevator too did they let me know that they're not going to do anything bad. They're trying to save. They're on the other side of this. You know, they're kind of, it's like an inside job. They're making it look like it's something horrible, but they're really helping out. And it was just, it was really creepy. And Is it like
0: one of those quintessential scenes in a movie where somebody's trying to do the right thing only for the person to be like, yo, be quiet. Yeah are ruining <laughs> our, t- like, three-year sting operation that we've been implanted in here.
1: Yeah, kind of. But <laughs> what was even creepier is we're going up this elevator, and it was old, but it it was, like, see-through, right? It was glass all the way around. Oh, my gosh. I felt like it was, like, you know, the underlayer of, like, like, the Ninja Turtles, you know, in the sewer kind of thing. That's yeah. kind of what it reminded me of. But it was glass. As we're going up, this character is going down, and it was this it was like an evil ninja ninja turtle it was just really creepy and he started like humming and then he started singing some some really creepy tune about like it's kind of like at, at an end of a movie where something good's happening but they're about to do a sequel right so they have to bring it back down and that's what was happening this guy was going back down to where the kids were as we're going up trying to save the day and it was just horrific and I woke up and it just kind of reminded me of kind of like comebacks, making a comeback, maybe having to do the wrong thing for a little bit or not really uh, realizing it or maybe you do realize it and and trying to make a comeback from that. And the reason I guess I'm talking a little bit about that is because that's kind of how I viewed my cousin growing up. And uh he lived with us for a while and so he would take, you know, my brother to hockey practice, take us here and there. He had a car. He was a little bit older than us, so he was able to do that and he was hanging around and it's nice, and you know, you look up to cousins, you look up to family members, and and then they get a bit older, and you get a bit older, and you kind of start seeing, you know, maybe some flaws, or maybe some things that are going on in their life that you never really knew about, and you know, kind of going back to his death, and he died a really sad death. Um, he was by himself, he was surrounded by a lot of negative things, and I think he really got into his head, and it's kind of scary how you can get into your head. And how that can ultimately kill you, and I guess that's been on my mind a lot.
0: I don't know since you like you know knew and found out about your cousin's death. Um, I guess simultaneously too, like I've been also like thinking about it as well. Like on you know you you kind of like started that, and then I guess you know I, I stream the Call of Duty game, um, the War Warzone. It's really cool. But every um, Tuesday night live, yeah. Every Tuesday night live. So <laughs> if, you feel, if you have a feel you have free chance, please feel free and check it out. The link will be down below. Um, but I was also thinking about um, how easily you know I'm able to get killed and come back, you know, and, and just like how grateful and how not understanding I am about that very interest, like very non important, like um, part of a game. You know, the ability to just like, you know, throw yourself out there and then get killed and then be able to come back. And if you can't come back, then you just, you know, die and your team dies and then you ended up starting a new game. But I was thinking like I kept having parallels where it's where I think about my life and I'm like, yo this is this is all you get. You, know, you can't you can't just come back from this. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it just it's scary. I don't know. I don't know what connections I'm connecting in my mind to like. To feel like precious even more precious about the life that i have maybe being having the ability to just just spend lives every day on on a on a game i don't know as unrelatable as as those two things are they make my life feel like that much more like precious and that much more like even vulnerable weak to a certain extent where like at any day you know you could you could die and and that that's it you know that's, 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 all she wrote. Yeah. And I don't know, like, what, what, what is that? What is that even kind of like, like, honestly, like speaking about your cousin, like, what does that even feel like? You know, that, that, that last seconds, you know, where you know, you know, it's, it's ending and like, you know, and you're, and you're very scared. You're, you're maybe, I don't know, panicking. I don't know. And all of a sudden darkness, you know, you feel pain until you don't feel pain anymore. And. That's just weird. I don't know. Sorry, I don't mean to be doom and <clears throat> gloom, but no, you know, I think it's, it's something
1: important to talk about and to think about because I think that death is kind of written off as something that, you know, it happens and then people move on. You know, maybe if it doesn't happen to you, you, hear about it, right? Somebody you know died, and then you know it is what it is. But what happens? And I guess I'm specifically thinking about my grandma, right? Not, not that I like moved on or anything, but I think about the people it affected the most. And I think about my grandpa. He's still really struggling. He's still really struggling every single day. And I think that on the outside, you know, you hear it, anybody even listening to this, you can think about somebody who died. And maybe maybe it was recently, maybe it was a few years ago when you can kind of like snap out of it because it's not happening. But I think we can think about the people who it really does affect. And those are the people who have to kind of live with it and maybe get to take get to understand how precious life really is, and then us kind of on the other side, you know with uh, with the video game, it's kind of I guess relating it back to how precious it is, precious it is and to think about you know when it does happen to you, when you do kind of find out that you know somebody who died it's a it's a really eerie feeling and I think uh I think we need to talk about it more because I think that when, once you understand. Once you fully understand how quick, how quick this goes, only then can you understand.
0: I mean, it's a weird principle because we're all, we're all dying. We're all, you know, nobody can live forever. And because nobody can live forever, nobody's immune to it. You know, it, it, and it's scary. It's, it's scary because it's like, when you think about it, it's like, why, why try, why try and do anything with your life if you know in the end you're going to die? and that's actually a point of like interest that i've been really focusing on with like my music is like trying to convey the opposite side or like the conclusion to that question which Mm -hmm. is like you try because because it it matters Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's a good matter or a bad matter it just matters it matters to to survive even though but that's like the human that's the human spirit that's that's humanity right because an ape or any kind of creature doesn't necessarily, it doesn't think that it's going to die. So because when it's born, it just does its duties. It mm-hmm. does what it's supposed to do. It does what it's bred to do, and then it dies. And the same can be said about the only difference between humans and them is that we you know, we have the ability to think and conceptualize our thought, uh, who we are and understand who we are. And But with that can breed greatness, but, as, but it can also, like, you know, Set you set you up for for failure in a sense where it's just like why even try right because the truth is is that you know you're gonna die and none of this really matters so why even like try and like do anything with your life but that's like the reasons behind like getting getting more to your primitive side and getting more to the humanistic side which is you try even though you're losing you still try you you still like you know you walk into battle knowing you're gonna die but you're still gonna give it your all and what how, what the, the meaning behind that I don't honestly know it's probably some like innate human characteristic that we even got passed down between you know Neanderthals and and even before us to create that that need to survive um maybe that's just a, a need that all living things have is that will to survive even though you know that you're gonna die it's the cycle of life that that um, that we're aware of subconsciously that that only humans can understand because only we can think about these in depth um, thoughts and mm-hmm. and f- philosophize, <laughs> you know, <laughs> think about it philosophically.
1: Yeah, um, and kind of what you're gonna do with that because on the other side of that is, you know, knowing that your day will come. What do you do with that? And then I think you have two options, right? You can go into, like, this deep, dark depression of... Because I think when I was a kid, when I first kind of started realizing about death, and I know you can relate to this, too, you really panic. You're really like, wait, wait, no, 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 no you wait, you're older than me? So does that mean you're going to go before me? And so when I heard that with my mom or my dad or anybody older than me, it just kind of, I didn't, I did not want to think about it. It was so bad that I couldn't even step on ants. Because that was a mom or a sister or a cousin or a brother or whatever to somebody. I was having such a hard time kind of ending a bug's life because I didn't want somebody to end my mom's life or my dad's life. it's So it interesting
0: just, how you think about it like
2: that.
1: Yeah, and sometimes I still do. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, don't. Uh, maybe not with mice, but.
0: <laughs> I know, but like the correlation because in my mind when I was a kid, I didn't really care about anybody else. I don't like you could anyone else could die, right? I don't care. like, But just dump not my mom. Just, Just don't kill my mom. So, it's interesting. you're, like, making the correlation between that somebody's mom and dad. Like, I could care less. <laughs> I don't care about my mom. Like, that was it. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I'll kill, a, I'll un, you know, unintentionally kill, pe- like, ants or whatever. But, like, it's just interesting. But, yeah, no, like, I, too, was very paralyzed. I couldn't leave my, the couch this is weird to say, but I couldn't leave the couch for, like, a week. When I realized my mom was going to die one day. And I didn't want anything. I didn't want my mom to leave anywhere. I I, I would literally remember just crying. Just being like, please don't leave didn't matter where she went to the store, to work. I think she had to stay home a week because
2: I couldn't, couldn't,
0: I couldn't, I don't know. I just, I was having like this crazy, like psychological breakdown, like serious. And I was like, what, like seven? I like could not trying to conceptualize, can process it.
1: Yeah. I mean, even until recently, I've had a hard time kind of thinking about and understanding it and knowing that like where you go and things like that I've not I'm not really a religious person um I do believe there's a higher power I don't necessarily know exactly where we're going um you know I've been told growing up you know you go to heaven everything's better you get to see people who you've lost things like that and I guess when people around me do die that's where I hope that they do go um I hope that they're around the people who they did lose and the people that they love and the people that they miss and there's a comfort in that and so I think think going back to my cousin dying you know he lost his mom and his dad at a pretty young age and it's really affected him his entire life I think anytime you have a conversation with him that will kind of come up and he's really he was really angry about it and I think Sorry, what were you gonna say?
0: No, I just had a, re- I just had a like an interesting thought process while you were saying that. Yeah. And I think that too. You know, I would like to think that, but I hope, I hope, I hope that they don't. I hope that they don't see the people that they love. I hope that when they die, and when people die, they finally find peace. There is no resolution. It's only peace, hmm. and the peace is is that you have you have no you have no worries anymore all the guilt, all the love that you might have wanted to see your mom and dad one day, it's gone. Everything is gone. And that is the most beautiful thing ever. Because therefore, not so like you go up to heaven, knowing that, oh, wow, I get to see my mom and dad again, that already breeds potential worry, potential like struggle, potential, all of these things. So I guess the, I would love the, the idea where, you know, when you die, it's just a, it's Just literally, like every inch of stress, every inch but of like pain, every inch of
1: hurting. Like, where would you be? You're not. I guess that's you're, what. Your, your, your and that's why.
0: I, is just. But that's a yeah, beautiful thing. Yeah. You can't uh, understand it because you have the your your thought process. My thought process. I mm-hmm. can't understand it either. Yeah. It's limited to what the actuality of nothing is. Yeah. Because be, and and that's a beautiful thing because we can't because we are tethered in re, in the living. And in the living there's worry there's anxious there's anxiety of where where i'm gonna go you know who's gonna who's gonna take care of x y and z when i'm gone but the fact is when you're actually gone it it you're you're just finally at peace like what, what i'm trying to say is like the pieces is, is that you literally check out like there's yeah. no like oh I'm, I'm at peace now i can just sit, sit in nothing no like you are nothing like there is nothing like your existence completely fades And obviously like if you believe in reincarnation, yes, it starts over. Yeah, but you're a clean slate You don't remember anything prior to your life before Maybe you do when you're a kid like that's why they have like these weird sayings where like these like he's talking about these little kids Like they think about their life prior But um, or they talk about it in that case Yeah, no, I understand like in that in that retrospective like reincarnation because I I think that some of that could be potentially true because I think i'm not like no scientist or nothing, but like the logic behind, you know energy and energy like n- always and things in the universe always needing to be repurposed i think that that can work you yeah. know like a, a, a energy in the soul whatever the soul is obviously i don't think science science has figured out what that is but mm-hmm. i believe that like you know the buddhists and, and the reincarnation people who believe that i think they have some merit and i think that you know things do recycle things get repurposed like i said right you can't destroy any kind of thing yeah. um in in this w- tangible world and 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 it's gone. It's it's not gone. It's just it, in a different form. Mm. You can burn something, but those particles they just mm. go up into the air and it's somewhere.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it's not like completely destroyed. Um. So yeah, sorry. But
1: well, I would still like to believe that <laughs> that because when if you, you really go think somewhere, about it, like you think
0: about the whole sitch scenario of that, right? So let's. But think that's about that's that. the
1: problem. That's like the that's where it stops, right? I guess the reason I can catch myself. When I talk about things like that and I can understand you is because it just stops there, right? I don't understand. I don't even try to think about what happens after that. When my cousin died, I just thought, okay, he's with his mom and dad and my grandma and anybody else he's lost. And I didn't think of what happens after that because what happens after that is, is that another life that you're living somewhere else? You know, it it just stops right there because then we can go into, okay, so are there laws in heaven? Are there cars? Are there houses? Where do you go? How long do you stay? You know, and I think that that's kind of <laughs> why You get kicked out. Yeah, and I think that's why I stop myself, and why I do, I do listen to other things. You know, like like things like you. I'm not going to just say like, no, I don't believe that. It's just kind of, it's a comfort. There's just comfort in wanting to believe that they're with the people that they love. And not knowing and being able to have all of these thoughts about about it and maybe guesses about it is so scary. But maybe
0: that's why people believe in religion, right? Mm-hmm. Like the comfort of knowing what to do, right? Yeah, the rule yeah. books of knowing like, oh, because God said I shouldn't, you know, steal. I'm not going to steal. Yeah. And whether or not, you know, um, you know, that religion keeps you from doing something bad. Like regardless of whether you feel it's bad or not, like the point is, is that it's it's there to kind of keep you a, a model person. Yeah. In, in general, and like that, right? The for somebody who doesn't know, like they they pivot on religion to 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 give them the answers, like oh, mm-hmm. when they die, they're gonna go to heaven, right? Not the maybe the cold hard truth, which is maybe not that cold or hard if you really think about it. Yeah. Because when somebody like passes on, and you know, there's no more pain, there's no more suffering. You know, they 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 just there's just that part of their life or that part of <laughs> their existence just ends. And, you know, for all you know, you know, your cousin is, is born somewhere else, yeah. somewhere in some other part of the world that yeah. he has no idea who, who he is, his past life, but um, but he's just, you know, in his mom's arms right now, just starting his new life again.
1: Yeah, which would be interesting. And it was, it was kind of interesting too when I – When I realized that it was true, when we got back the news that it was confirmed, I've never done this before, but I looked up, and I just started talking to him, and I just started crying, and I was just very, like, I was angry based on the situation of how he died, and, you know, maybe one day I'll get into that. Um, Right now there's a lot of family disputes and drama behind that 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 shouldn't be happening, and it's pretty sad, but it is, and (laughs) I don't trust somebody to not come after me for, uh, speaking about it, which is pretty damn sad too. But nevertheless, I, I was looking up and I was talking to him and it was, it was, a it was an interesting feeling because, a, like I said, it's not like I'm very religious or anything, but I, I swear he was there. I swear I was talking to him and I feel like sometimes when I'm working and sometimes I can just like look up and, and he's there and I'm, I'm talking to him and it's so, I don't even, I don't know how to explain how it feels. Because I see it in movies, you know, and they're like, I know you're still here with me, blah, blah, blah. And it seems so cheesy, but it's not. And I think I've had so many long, like, (laughs) long conversations with him. You know, he's a very deep person. And I think, uh, I I don't know. I don't know if he he is still there. If I'm I'm talking to him, if he was, I don't know. Because part of me was thinking, okay, so maybe he was just like on his transition to wherever he was, which is why you were able to talk to him. But, when you think about it, I had found out on a on a Tuesday and he had been dead for a few days. Not that I know <laughs> how long it takes a transition to to go anywhere to become whatever it is after you die. I have no idea, uh, but I guess it was just a just a really interesting feeling, and I still kind of feel like I could look up and talk to him. might not be the same exact way, but I think a lot, it, it really, it it really just put a different perspective, I guess, on death to me because I've never felt that before.
0: Yeah. And I guess that, you know, we'll continue to do that because I guess, um, views on it are always, are always changing and, um, yeah, you know, um just interesting you know just thinking about it and then exploring that topic i want to know i want to i want to know what happens
2: Why?
1: <laughs> i don't know i don't really like this one why because it doesn't like it just doesn't feel like it's i'm too afraid to talk about it
2: hello darkness my old friend I've come to talk with you
1: again. I
0: think, it's, I think it was really good. You're too afraid to talk about...
1: The, what the more, I rela- want the more, more relatable,
0: specific aspect of death to you. That's what you're too afraid to talk about.
1: The overall feeling, I guess, of it. Both sides. Because I feel like I'm just being very vague and what I'm trying to say.
0: Well, I think that you... I think that it's important to take your uh, anything that you are feeling too uncomfortable of talking about like for me th- you obviously know my uncomfortable areas of talking but I always get through it I always just find a way to talk about it without talking about it. Yeah. And I think that that's important to do because I- if you think about it like you know these times that we're able to sit down and have a a, a cast is uh you know not <laughs> the timing is important so the in <coughs> of getting one done and getting one complete regardless of how you feel about it to a certain extent right because if you understand that then you'll obviously know how to wiggle your way around uh, around these difficult areas that you don't want to talk about I, I don't i don't know what you want to do
1: mm, i don't know i feel like i'm just having a hard time like understanding a few things like Within this in general, and and I'm having a hard time, because of that, I'm having a hard time talk about it.
0: Like, what are you not understanding?
1: Just, like, I'm just going to start crying, so I don't really, like, just, like, why it
2: happens.
0: Why people die? goes back to the root of everything if somebody doesn't die where's the joy where's the love where's the passion knowing that no one's gonna die that's the one argument i believe that you know like if you want to get like fantasy wise like vampires they always complain you know about living too long you you have the youth you have the passion you have the fire (laughs) i have long forgotten what that felt like and it's weird, right? Knowing that you know,
1: if you were alive, then it w- forever, then it wouldn't mean as much. It,
2: life it, wouldn't. It, it wouldn't right? mean
0: anything. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think it would mean that. You know.
2: Yeah. And it
0: and it, 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 it gives you a, a formula to maximize your time to to love the people that you want to love. It it it's that wrench that's I think thrown into into uh, into the life into in everything right that that puts incentive and gives people a reason to to f- go because if if i give you a timeline to get something done sorry if i give you if task has to get something done but i don't give you a timeline how would you really know when to really <laughs> That's finish true. it
1: you you wouldn't need to know even because if you had forever to work on it then take forever you would never yeah you have no incentive like you said to really start
0: so I guess maybe that's breaking it all down, that's why people die. That's why things get recycled. Everything has a shelf life and it is it is scary. It is very scary. Um I'm that how you feel and how you're looking right now is how I feel when I think about that. You remember remember the in the in the in the show where it's like I'm very upset about this. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> she's like crying. And he's like, how
1: are you not? So,
0: I'm very disturbed by this. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, maybe I just like...
0: <sighs> it's really, really hard pill to swallow. Like, I can't even swallow. I'm like, honestly, like when I say it, I, I don't register it. It's one of the things I can't even register because of the but That's the
1: problem is like when I do register it, when I finally register
2: it, it's just like, fuck...
0: I know. It's, the reason. it's like
2: it's like half of a fear. Half of it's a fear and half of it's just like t- Jesus, I was just gonna say like an, a fear. It's just
1: it's uh just but it's sadness. Half of it's a fear and half of it's sadness, just based on the unknown, right? Based on the
2: unknown, but then just based on the sadness of not being able to share these things with other people. That you want to like tell them so bad. and But it's just such a frustrating thing because if my grandma didn't die, I wouldn't become as close as I am right now with my grandpa. And if my cousin didn't die, the same thing. You know, I'm just getting so close with my grandpa and I'm just learning so much about his life and so much about like my life. And just trying to understand things a little bit more. And it's like so frustrating. It's so frustrating that I couldn't do that when they were both alive. Just the stupid, like not stupid, it's just of course, the one day I never wear makeup, <laughs> the one day I decide like to wear makeup,
1: do my eyes look like raccoons?
0: no <laughs> <sighs> that was the one thought that I had when when Locker got stuck in the in the chair. That's what I thought about him dying and that's why I was so scared and that's why I I don't know if you felt it in my message but I was very very like disturbed by it because it was like a huge like gut check like death like left cut me in my rib cage and I'm just I was
1: so scared because I thought if he's about to die right now then am I gonna tell you and make you come home from work or do I just wait until you come home from work and let you know. Because I know work is really stressful, and I know they really need you there. It's a very conflicting thing, right? So, but it was, his head got stuck in the little chair, and I don't know how he got in there.
0: And when he came home, when I came home, and I saw that he was okay.
2: Yeah.
0: All I wanted to do was, you know, just, 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 uh... Show him affection. Show him love. Just be in the moment with him, yeah. because the minute that that happened, all of these feelings that came back, like, dang, like, why was I so angry at him for doing X, Y, and Z? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Like, you shouldn't. Like, yeah. look at him. Like, now, now he might be gone, and 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 all these things are are you know you're gonna live with the, the regret. <laughs> so I'm just like, yo, not today, not today. You know, if 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 he survives. You know, I'm going to come home and I'm going to show him how I truly feel about him.
2: Yeah. I uh
1: just kind of going on regret going on that that show that we were watching, you know, and <laughs> this woman's dying. And they're like, you can't let her die because they didn't want she still need to get even with her.
0: And that's what I was. That's why that poem means so much to me. The poem, the, the, the rage against the dying of the light is that, you know the dying is like is dying yeah but i'm still gonna love him and i'm still gonna be there every day Yeah, even though i'm i'm accepting that he's gonna die yeah it's that innate human drive that will to even when everybody's dying in front of you you're still gonna fight for life you're not gonna kill yourself you're gonna last as long as you physically can mm-hmm until your time is up but Mm -hmm. until that very instant that you take your last breath you're gonna keep on fighting and you don't know why you're fighting but it's like that show it's literally choosing what is
1: it called (laughs) now that we're still talking what is it called what the show
0: the the evil the the what it's like two words sweet home sweet home yes
1: it's kind of like your typical zombie movie, right? But it's not, it's not a zombie movie. It's, it's like your, your inner thoughts are what kind of are become the disease. And if you, if you kind of... H- how would you explain it?
0: If you give in to yeah. them, you'll die. And you'll take on the curse, I think. But if you, if you fight and hold on somehow mm-hmm. to life <laughs> and you, the will to, to, to live, the will to survive... I think you have a fighting chance of uh, beating whatever it is that's in your mind, trying to convince you to give in to, I guess, your desires, your fears, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Um, Because you ultimately turn into that.
0: What you fear, yeah.
1: Or your like your biggest desire, which was weird because there was <laughs> an example. Would be there was this guy and he was obsessed with this toupee. He was a he was a real asshole. He was bullying. He was beating his wife. He was horrible. And when he died, he came back to life or whatever it was. He came back as hair. It was disgusting. And uh, that's what he wanted his whole life, right? Is more hair. It was just this desire. And I guess that kind of goes back to. I was thinking about the amount of time you have to survive, and it's 14 days. It was about, like, 14 to 21 days um, for humans to develop new habits. And I was just thinking, if that has to do with it, ultimately, you know, Probably it, does. it's something in the inside of what we've seen so far. I mean, we're not, we haven't finished the show, but what we've seen so far is inside of this boy's head, it's, like, himself telling himself to give up, to give in, to finally kill himself and it's something that he'd struggled with and I just think it's kind of something that a lot of people can relate to as well is that that inner voice that inner voice you know telling you kind of what to do you had a bad day this is an example for me you had a bad day just just go wrap up just go wrap up in a blanket and and order your Chinese food find a funny movie you've seen and uh just call it a day don't worry don't worry about it or uh you know i've been having a lot of anxiety lately and and that self talk is very scary in itself and just thinking about how that show really is really important and i can really relate with it lately and and just and just the self talk i suppose
0: yeah no um
1: i feel like you can dig yourself you can dig yourself into holes and i think kind of Relating it all back to death is sometimes we get to choose. You know whether it's drugs that we take, whether it's other horrible habits. We get to choose.
0: The good habits or the bad habits.
1: If all you want to die or if you want to live, in some aspect, right.
0: But like, yeah, and even good habits, right? Like, you know, doing drugs or um, or
1: even eating. eating well, yeah. Could be considered like a bad habit.
0: Eating is a bad habit. I definitely used to that too that was my bad habit when i was a kid i would kind of eat my feelings away and it was bad yeah you know that 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 feeling of consuming that that, i don't know that 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 what how do you like the the good hormones that like with the feel good
1: it that's just kind of similar to like other habits too right people do it because they feel good or the dopamine
0: yes dopamine yeah and
1: it's it's like it's that vicious cycle, I feel like, with eating because the more you feel depressed, the more you eat. But then the more you eat, the more you get maybe Fat, overweight. The more and you then, feel depressed, the yeah, more you eat. And yeah. it just kind of keeps going and I think that a lot of people can relate to that with other habits and things and it's weird because we do have control over over some things too, right? And right now I could go outside and go into the corner and go scoop some drugs and just become a horrible addict. Or something bad could happen in my life and I just start taking drugs and it just keeps getting worse and worse and so I guess it's interesting how as much sometimes as drugs or as as death is very unpredictable sometimes it's very predictable and it's kind of just the habits that we get ourselves into or the mindset or the self-talk can be very negative can really destroy you and I think that's pretty scary in itself because it's not necessarily a, a a easy like quick death right you're killing yourself by Slowly. Yeah.
0: And because we can't conceptual, conceptualize each detail in chronological order to a beginning and an end, mm-hmm. do we lose the understanding of how detrimental each little time you do it adds up to? Yeah. So, you know, that one cigarette every day, oh, I just a cigarette every day, I'll be fine. You, know, mm-hmm. you don't understand mm-hmm. what... You, I don't even think anyone can really truly understand what two months, what a year mm-hmm. in retrospect feels like when you can sit back and look at a whole year. Because one, you can't remember. The only way you can honestly remember is if you film yourself every single day, 365 days, almost 24 hours minus the times that you go to sleep, the times that you're waking, then you can honestly conceptualize that. 365 days because you'd have to you know but you'd spend like a few days a rewatching. week or two, watching every single day and then you know if you really wanted to then you could look at it but even then you can't see the body chemistry that you know is going on beneath the surface you can't see the effects of the cigarette or, or of the eating that can affect you and and everyone's susceptible of that mm-hmm. you know it's unfortunate no one can but that's like a prevention thing that's like
1: it's so interesting how the human body was made and things like that because you can't tell you cannot tell from the outside how like
0: and and uh, and on top of that on top of you can't tell and the human body is also doing everything in its power to preserve you to heal you yeah. to correct things that you are that's wrong. Like you yeah. can't, you don't know right now if, you're, if your liver is digesting harmful chemicals that, right. that is in your body at the moment. Or, or your, your bloodstream is, is, you know, there's like negativity and it's going through, you know, whatever, the the, the kidneys or something to, to <laughs> Clear it f- out. Fl- filter it, right? Mm-hmm. And But it's doing it right now. Yeah. It's making sure everything's in order. The reason why you feel pain is it's sensors. Like, oh, something's wrong with your hand. Fix it now. Yeah. That's what it's telling you.
1: And it's kind of interesting because you see movies and things like with the AI and they're able to say uh, the amount of da-da-da is low right now, please, da-da-da. And it's just, I mean, one day maybe we'll be able to regulate our bodies in that way. I mean, we can a little bit to an extent, right? Like blood tests and things like that. This is getting weird, right? It's <laughs> <No, laughs> kind of it, it, getting all over the place, the, but...
0: No, not really, because the more you think about a certain topic, the more you can understand how many topics it really truly touches and how yeah. it relates to pretty much, honestly, everything. Everything relates to everything. And it's just a matter of you pointing in and honing in on a specific topic does it kind of segregate everything else but if you really go into that topic do you ultimately realize that everything else is connected um and it's just something i guess to to keep in keep in mind right like the reason why like i don't or you don't go on to the corner and get addicted to drugs is relatable to that in, instinctual feeling of needing to survive and needing to survive for what purpose yours i'm surviving my purpose is that i can continue my family generation my family lineage and i don't know why i want to continue it i don't know why i have the urge to continue it if i really think about it mm-hmm. but it's there and it's very strong and the thought of me not fulfilling that or not trying to fulfill that innate urge is he, I just can't. It's like, it's like trying to tell a computer not to search or not to, it's like trying to tell a computer to do something it's not programmed to do. Mm-hmm. That's the exact thing that I'm trying to reference. Like I, You can't tell me, there's nothing you can say that can tell me not to survive <laughs> to get the next generation of my family line mm-hmm. going. And, and so it's like the moralist is that I'm, you know, going to grow old and I'm going to hopefully sit there and say, you know, like my children are, are adults now and they have kids and they're doing all right. You know, and then I I exit the, the picture and then they pick up where I left off, hopefully. And whether or not that happens is it doesn't matter. I'm just going to do my best because Mm -hmm. I can't like, it's like, if I think that it's not going to amount to anything, why would I try? But I don't know. Therefore, if I don't know, I'm going to just still pursue my, my, what I, that innate urge inside, which is create your family dynamic. Make sure that, that, that they're good before you leave this earth and just, you got to keep doing that because there is nothing else. What else are you going to do, Sam? What else are you honestly going to do? You're going to sit by and you're going to, just let life walk on by and Mm -hmm. and not try and actively create a foundation for the next line of your family to to live off of are you no you can't that doesn't that doesn't compute in my brain my computing power just doesn't it doesn't equate there's it just it's it's, it's a piece I can't do anything with that like yeah. of course I'm gonna try it's in my it's in my brain it's, it's it's hardwired into into me maybe it hardwired into my mom which hardwired into my grandma with my great-grandma like all of these hardwires into mm. them like complete the family line you know give my son up for adoption because he needs to have the the the, the family line has to continue he needs a better life mm. give him up you know for me I need to understand that that's what my mom did and i need to leave that family the future family on a higher pedestal from when i had and hopefully on i know that that innate urge will be in them it will be in the generations that precede me be better than your dad be better than your grandpa Mm -hmm. you got to keep on the the family tradition and part of that too that i that's my obligation that's my duty would be to breed that into them as well Mm. whether or not it's instinctual or whether or not i have to also lead by example lead by you know, letting them know that throughout their life, so then they can be like, "Oh, you know, that's that's what my dad taught me, or that's what my grandpa taught me."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I have to, I have to be a, a <laughs> like a founding like member. I have to know that, that I'm a piece of of something, that is important. And if you even think about deeper than family, it's like, the human race in general, and just, you know, being one more component to strengthening the ranks of humanity and giving humanity all of its all of its love and all of its hurt and all of its anger and everything that we are and continuing that on and on and on and for what purpose we have no idea like that's exactly what the po- quote that's exactly what the poem is pretty much kind of like referencing where it's like you don't know why you're fighting if you really strip it all down all the, the obligations of family, all the obligations to, to, to your loved ones,
2: mm-hmm.
0: to friends, you don't know. You don't know why. Why are you continuing on? Why do you wake up every day and just you're still here? It, you know, I don't know. But I just love that, you know. I just love the idea of just like going into into a battle, you know, knowing that you're just going to die. But it doesn't matter. Cause all your buddies, all your squad is right next to you, and and you're just gonna go in and just 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 take as many as you can, and and just just try to do everything in your power to complete that mission, regardless of if you ever complete it or not. You're gonna go in knowing that you're gonna you're gonna complete it, and that's it. <laughs> and if you get sniped, <laughs> <just> like <laughs> like three steps in, you do. But yeah. that mindset is was still there, and it was still there from the second you took your last breath. It was it was there. Mm-hmm. And then your buddy sees that and says, yo, I'm going to remember you. This one's for you. And goes in and like almost completes the mission. And then their buddy's like, oh, crap. These both guys, they died on the line of battle. I got to finish this mission. Yeah. And maybe he finishes it. Well, me and him, we'll never know.
1: That's but true. that
0: newer future foundation, that generation, will know. Yeah. We completed it.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> Thanks to you, grandpa. Thanks to you, <laughs> great grandpa, you know? Yeah. But you'll never know. But the point is, is that you set them up. Mm-hmm. You set up somebody else. To, to live this completion, the idea of being a completed life. But at the end of the day, it, it never is, right? Perfection is never perfection. You're always trying to perfect it. Yeah. But, I don't
1: know. <laughs> no, it makes sense. It kind of just entails the will to live. It just kind of embodies it, that right there. And it's. it's an interesting thing know, to think about, to...
0: The will to live knowing that you're going to die.
1: Yes. And despite how scary that is, to understand what it means.
0: Yeah. That, I, I mean, yeah, I, I can't even understand that, and I'm not even really going to try. <laughs> I'm just going to try and live my life as best as I can and hope that when I, the last seconds of my life... I will be in a better place than and my family will be in a better place than when I was born. And that's all. <laughs> that's all she wrote.
2: Yeah, I guess I was just thinking, um God, I'm
1: trying not to cry again. I was just thinking like how uh over the summer my or about like a year ago, my cousin had sent me this he he wanted to be a rapper, so he's sending me some of his um, some of the things that he was doing, and I might not, (laughs) might not have loved it, but I had, you know, liked it, this was over Facebook, and he had just said, you know, I appreciate you liking it back, he had given me a, a voice message back, and
2: I appreciate you liking this, and, um, you know, I've been really scared to do this, and I finally was able to do this, and finally started on something I've always wanted to do, and I guess I'm crying because he didn't get to finish or see it out, and, uh, I know when I had told him, every time I had sat down with him and told him what I was doing, when I told him I was coming out to New York, (laughs) he had said, you know, if anybody can do this, it's you. And how, how proud he was of me. And I remember looking at him and thinking that, That he's never going to have that. That he's never going to have... This was before he died. This was years ago. That he's never going to feel fulfilled with himself. That somebody might not look at him and say they're proud of him because of the things that he might have been into or getting into or how he felt about himself. And I guess I'm just crying because of how, how real that feeling was. How true it is today. It's just as true as it was a few years ago, and and that will to take maybe not take his line of work right because I'm not a rapper, but to take that
1: that ethic to take that the the emotions of of fear and kind of trying to get out of it, trying to break that spell as he was, trying to just show show what he was, show what he was going to be. And for me to just take that and maybe, like I said, he didn't get to finish it, but maybe I can embody it. Yeah. Maybe I can take that that spirit with me as I go. And
0: That's the way his life can transcend death mm-hmm. is you understanding that and understanding that moment that you had with him and even after he's gone, you still carry that. And you still carry that legacy and that drive and that passion to fulfill it. Yeah. So, you know, you can sit up there one day when you get your get to where you want to be and say, you know, <clears throat> my cousin was a huge factor throughout my whole life. Like, throughout my whole journey to get to where I, to, <laughs> to a range of where he wanted to be. And I don't know if I could have done it without him. In that retrospect, that feeling of of like you said, right? Carrying on, right? Like that soldier who like <laughs> got sniped. That yeah. like I'm gonna remember you and I'm gonna double down and I'm gonna fight like extra hard now. Because yes. <laughs> what choice do I have? <laughs> I because I'm not what choice do I have in the sense where I'm not gonna let you go for nothing?
2: yeah
0: you know your yeah your death is gonna mean something so
1: yeah <laughs> i guess that helps you know it helps kind of wrap this
2: up it helps kind of understand that it's not meaningless and i think that's the scary part is that i get lost in is thinking that it's meaningless and not understanding why
1: these things happen and it gives it purpose it gives death purpose and you can only hope that, you know, when you go, right, I can only hope that when I go, somebody can look at me
2: and and think that, you know, I can give their life purpose now once I'm gone. Let's wrap it up before I start crying again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Hope that that wasn't too uh, doom and gloom for you. But, you know, it's something that, you know, I, I, I wonder if any of you also think about too, which is the life and death and how it affects you and the... Transcend transitions and transcendences But you know in future generations And if you guys even think about that Um but again I thank you guys For uh bearing with us And hearing what we have to say in our minds Um so with that being Said I hope you guys have a great night Great morning um Or a great day whenever you're watching this Or listening to it And um We uh We bid you farewell <laughs> So um uh, We'll catch you next time on another episode of Life of the Lost. Peace.